Welcome, everybody, if anybody is watching, to the first edition of the Music Maniacs podcast with Sight After Dark, your new favorite band, (laughs) straight out of Brooklyn, New York. I'm Dan Berg. I'm Sifa Graffiti. So we've been wanting to do a podcast for a while. Yeah. Um, And we're finally doing it. So it's going to be kind of... um, We'll have like a musical theme, right? Yeah. A, a band or artist or genre or whatever. And we'll talk about it and we'll continue the conversation any way that it may go. Right? Yeah. So we were thinking about like who to do the first episode for. And um, uh, that uh, said, you know, let's do this super underground band that I really like. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, don't you think we should do like um, something bigger for our first episode, you know, so we can get more views? But she's like, nah, we got to do Led Zeppelin. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, we'll do Led Zeppelin. Like anyone's ever heard of them. Woohoo, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> so yeah, so Led Zeppelin. Um, how do we even start this? I don't know. Well, we got four guys, right? John. Jimmy. Yeah. Robert. Yeah. And John Paul. Yeah. Who I call Jonesy. He lets me call him that. But I don't know about anybody else. Jonesy works for him <laughs> because it's a nice, like, chill name. It's yeah. not, like, aggressive. Yeah, He doesn't yeah. seem like an aggressive guy. No, he seems like the, the voice of reason in the bond. Well, they say, according to that one video we saw on YouTube from a very reputable source, <laughs> that, <laughs> that they all sold their soul to the devil except for John Paul Jones. Yes. So if you didn't know that before, you're welcome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right? But, <laughs> but um... <laughs> I feel like if we're going to talk about Zeppelin, we got to go back to the Yardbirds, right? Yeah, we definitely do, because Zeppelin was technically the new Yardbirds. Yeah. I was thinking about this yesterday. So, like, the way that I've understood it to happen is so... So, there's a band called the Yardbirds, right, who had a lot of great guitarists in it. Mm-hmm. Beck. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Beck. Beck is the only one I know, but um, I don't know about any others. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... So the Yardbirds were a band, I think they were from London, somewhere in the UK for sure, but I think it was London. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Page was the last guitarist in that band. Mm-hmm. And the Yardbirds broke up, but they already had some like dates in Europe somewhere, like a contract somewhere. Yeah. And I was wondering like, why was it Jimmy Page that ended up like fulfilling the contract if he was like the newest member? Well, I think everybody was sick and tired of being on the road. Is That's, that what it was? Yeah. People wanted to like go home. Right. So like, but I was just thinking, it's like, so, so how did that fall upon Jimmy to his responsibility to fill the contract? I have no idea. I know these guys are all session musicians. They all know each other. I have no idea why it's Jimmy's responsibility. These are one of those um, stories that they tell when they're just like, and then it just happened overnight. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? We'll never know the details of that. Like, you know, that must've been his blood contract. Do you think (laughs) (laughs) he signed it in blood? (laughs) <laughs> um, do you think maybe it was just like he was like ambitious enough to want to get that money that was left on the table? Yeah. And I don't know if it's the money. I think Jimmy just wants to play. And that's what they yeah, kind of said yeah. about him in the Yardbirds, too. They were like, man, when he walked into the studio, he was like so excited, ambitious, like, oh, my gosh, like what? he was so excited to be chosen because he right. was known as a session musician. Right. But right. then to be known as somebody who did is wanted in a band 
they said he was like super super excited about it so um and even when the older members are getting sick and tired when they wanted to go like jimmy was really trying to persuade them like no let's write some new i got some new like vibes and stuff to put in and they were just like no man like that makes sense because if he was like the newest guy before they broke up and he would have still been like all fresh like oh my god it's the garbage let's do this let's do that right and then everyone else is like we've been doing this kid (laughs) like come on so so anyway the yardbirds broke up they had a contract to finish some more tour dates so Jimmy Page is like, all right, well, I'm gonna f- we're going to fill this contract, but I need a new band. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm going to start a band. The New Yardbirds, right? Right. So this is how I know of it going down. I might be wrong. So apparently Jimmy Page knew John Paul Jones from when he was a studio musician. Mm-hmm. So he was just like, hey, come do this thing I'm doing. And then John Paul Jones apparently knew Robert Plant. I don't I know how exactly. I know. Uh, I I remember John Paul Jones saying something like he used, he was like moping around the house and like his wife was sick of it and she was just <laughs> like, "Look, Jimmy's starting a new band. You need to call him up and get the heck out of here." Like, oh, okay. And then he called Jimmy. He's like, "Okay, I heard you're starting a band and I want to join it." Okay. I don't know who knew Robert Plant. I know Jimmy didn't know him. Like, yeah, yeah. I know that, and I know they went to go see him sing. I don't know who knew him though. I yeah I don't maybe it was they they saw him somewhere or whatever but I do know that Robert already knew John Bonham yes they were like childhood friends or something right so by the time the four of them met up it's just so crazy sometimes I think about Led Zeppelin I'm like it's just it's so crazy that these four people that were so talented ever even met up to do this in the first place yeah you know what I mean yeah but like now as like time goes by as I'm not a child anymore and growing into a woman I see that like when you have those like attributes you find each other right like, you know what I'm saying that the the synchronicity of what life is or whatever just throws you in there together and by attributes you mean devil worship <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> you must be the best devil worshiper or else it's just not gonna work yeah you've gotta be a plus <laughs> <laughs> in your devil worship but um yeah so so this is the thing though like people talk about Led Zeppelin and like there's obviously four members like we're saying but people need to know that like, Led Zeppelin is Jimmy Page's band. Yeah. Like, that's... Like, the whole thing exists because of him. He was the producer for all the early records. Mm-hmm. Like, he helped to really, like, define what they were. Yeah. So, I think that's important to say. Like, obviously, like, Robert gets a lot of, like, you know, the spotlight. Yeah. But without Jimmy, there would be no Led Zeppelin. There wouldn't be any... I mean, they said he was playing, like, Dazed and Confused as one of the Yardbirds songs. Like, you mm, know? That's like, interesting. It was, like, similar... Very, very, I've heard it. It's like very, very, very similar. Like when you hear it, it sounds like a Muzak version of Dazed and Confused. Like, so it's like, you know, it's coming. What he wants to bring to us. Yeah. The people of Earth. (laughs) The Earthlings. Exactly. Because Satan doesn't live on Earth. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) So, (laughs) so Jimmy, Jimmy and the boys met up, right? I guess, I don't know. I heard that Keith Moon named the band inadvertently. You okay. heard about that? I, I did hear about that, and I thought that was the story, but, you know, I'm not going to lie. I was just watching something last night because I'm like, I'm all Zeppelin out. Like, I love Zeppelin. But I was watching something last night, and it wasn't Keith. It was John Entwistle that said it. So, oh. I mean, you know, you just looked over to the next person. Shout yeah. out to The Who. Yeah. Also, maybe we'll do an episode on them at some point. I would love to. Um. Okay, so... 
so, so I guess they were talking. Jimmy was like, yeah, I'm going to put this band together. And somebody was like, oh, that go over like a Led Zeppelin. Meaning like a heavy balloon that's just going to fucking crash and burn. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Which is kind of rude to say to somebody. Yeah. But when you're, I guess, you know, when you're like fist fighting blokes from the who, you can say anything. You know, if you can knock a man out on stage and then sing with him later that night. <laughs> then you know you might say some other rude things too from if time you could to time. almost blow your guitarist's ears off <laughs> then i'm sure you don't care about saying something rude to some other dude that's not even in your band <laughs> but um shit what was the last thing we said? so they got they met up mm-hmm. at some point they went from the new yardbirds to led zeppelin yeah they picked the name and then that's when shit started going crazy yeah because yeah. They were just so fucking good that you just couldn't deny it. Yeah, that's, that's really the thing. what happened. That's the thing. That's like the so cool part about it. And I never knew this about England. I knew there was a north and a south, but I never knew that the Beatles are from the north and like the Stones are from the south. I didn't know that. <laughs> Whoa, right? Like that's like cool. That's like almost like here. Like it gets down and gritty in the south. The music gets a little better. That's interesting. Yeah. I was like, whoa, this is absolutely crazy. Um, but yeah, so the Stones and like um, Jimmy and um, these um, people are from the South. And, and that's that's the difference in the sound, right? Like, because I can. Yeah. Like the Stones don't sound like Zeppelin and they don't sound like Sabbath and they don't sound like who, the Who. But all those four bands I just mentioned do not sound like the Beatles. The Beatles right. are like vanilla. Right. And right. they're like, yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. Makes you want to learn more about like the UK. Me too. And geography. And Me shit? too. I do too. I actually, there's certain people that I kind of respect. I'm going off on a little bit of a tangent, but do like, it. um, what's the name? The lead singer from Foreigner. First of all, I didn't know that was a British band. Like, Foreigners British. <laughs> yeah. And the name is telling you right there, like, uh, yeah, we're foreigners. No, but like, not if you're English. Not, <laughs> not if you're English. It's true. Like they're, yeah. they're, in England, their band is called Citizen. <laughs> what should we call it? But yeah, so um, those people are involved with early Zeppelin days too, like an opening up for them, and they all like hang out to, together and know each other. And I was just like, I didn't know that they were a British band, and they're from like that area because like I was I was reading something the other day and like foreigner came up and like these people are all really close to each other and i'm just like yeah i thought foreigner was like an 80s hair band from north america north somewhere in america i thought that too yeah all right well shout out to those blokes from foreigner yeah (laughs) but um (laughs) so okay so they got the band together and they were just clearly amazing and like this is where this is where the fact like a lot of people that aren't in bands don't really understand how every member is so important to the sound yeah and like for me the most important part of the sound of led zeppelin has to be john bonham okay it has to be john bonham because he's got he plays drums right and he's got a foot like a fucking brick Mm -hmm. like when he's hitting that bass drum you feel it in your chest yeah and it's wild because like you know like as far as like what jimmy's doing like he was a kick-ass guitarist but he's playing like variations of blues guitar yeah right like blues guitar had existed before he didn't invent that shit right he probably kind of took some things from a lot of people right which we know about but anyway so blues guitar is like blues guitar it's great but what made the sound of zeppelin so heavy especially for the time yeah is the drums yeah if you put another drummer in there 
it just wouldn't be the same. No, it definitely won't sound the same. Um, I forgot who they opened up for. Um, it's not. Is there a band called Purple? Deep Purple? Not Deep Purple. Was there just a regular band called Purple? I don't know them. I don't know. Um, I forgot what band, but whoever. Oh man, I wish I could remember what the band's name was, but I don't know. But Zeppelin was opening up for this band, and then you know they became like bigger than Zeppelin. I mean, no, uh, Zeppelin became bigger than them, but they were discussing. And the drummer for that particular band, right? It was a. It's a big band, and and they know it in England. I don't. And if you're from like that era, you'll know it. I don't know the band, and the guys like how. He was a drummer for that band and he and, you know, Zeppelin used to open for them. And like when uh, Zeppelin did a real successful like run with them, he bought uh, John Bonham his drum kit. So he bought him everything like he bought him the Tom Toms. He bought him the gong at the back. He bought everything, the works and everything. And he was like, you know, there's a lot of drummers that don't use their stuff, but like Bonzo's going to use his stuff. So he went to go see um, Bonzo play. And he was like, he asked him, he was just like, like, what is that you do with your foot? Like, why do you like, how do you do it and stuff? And John Bonham said to him, he's like, I got it from you. And he was like, what? And he was like, yeah. And then John Bonham pulled out one of his albums and played a track. And he's like, you see, you do it right here. And he was just like, wow. It's like he. I didn't took even some- know. Yeah. He's like, he took something small that I did and made it like his style. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. So I don't know. So talking about um, getting things from other people. So if we're going to talk about Led Zeppelin, we should acknowledge them in like the stealing of songs and shit. Yeah. And here's the thing. Okay, so a lot of people in music steal from other people. That happens in all forms of art. This is the reason why I don't have a problem with Zeppelin doing it. <laughs> and I'll use an example. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just oppose this for, from Elvis. Okay? It was like Elvis would take songs that already existed, and he would do them basically the same with like better recording equipment, and he was just like fucking good looking and shit. <laughs> and like it got it went further because of that, I think. Like, I've heard some of the original songs, and I'm like, this is the same fucking song, dude. Like, you clearly stole this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. But with Zeppelin, like, they did take songs, but the thing is, they would take the song and they would make it so much better. Yeah. Because of their talent and what they were able to do. Like, nobody else in the world was able to do what Zeppelin was able to do. No. So they would take these songs and they would bump them up like yeah. a lot to the point you don't even know that there was a song besides this one because yeah. it's so fucking good. Yeah. So that's why I don't really give them shit because the fact of the matter is nobody else could pull off what they did. Yeah. Um, I definitely don't give them shit for it. I don't give the Stones shit for it because they acknowledge those people. They're like, well, we wanted to be like those people. We want to sing like them. We wanted to act like them. And it's just like, and we, and like, I remember, you know, I mean, this is talking about another band a little bit, but I remember Mick Jagger saying, I thought I did sound like them. Like, it was like, no, Mick, you didn't. But, you know, it's not like you sounded bad, but you just didn't sound like them. So, and then I remember Robert Plant saying one time that, you know, they wanted to be like sons of Howling Wolf. And like, Mm, that's cool for me because like, I'm like a daughter of zeppelin yeah so it's like howling wolf's my granddad right so like to me that's just cool like i remember jimmy page talking about the beastie boys did you say that i forgot the beastie boys how they used all like a lot of zeppelin they used a lot of zeppelin samples yeah and then somebody said to jimmy like well why didn't you like come down on the beastie boys for like all he was like oh man he's just like you know the beastie boys pretty much came out right when zeppelin came out he was like so i didn't really think anything big of it like he just didn't like Hmm. he's like i did i just didn't care that's cool yeah 
Because they care about a lot of shit. Yeah. Like, I know back in the day, they were famous for not using anyone let their songs in movies. Yeah. Like, so, I don't know. I guess at some point, he was just like, well, if it's for music, that's fine. But you're not going to use our shit in your stupid movie. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> feel know? that's possible, too. And then somebody, like, if you're from, like, England, and you want to, um, and you make something so, like, genre-changing, like a, a Led Zeppelin sound, where they actually call you the fathers of metal. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And then if you're, like, in that mind frame, and you listen to something like the Beastie Boys, where it's, like, something new and fresh, and, like, they're using you mm-hmm. to to kind of, like, set them on a course like if i were jimmy page i would want to be a part of it right right let like, me get I, in on this new wave yeah i wouldn't yeah, care yeah. either because it's like you know 40 years from now people are going to know or they're going to hear that sound and they're going to be like it's going to tie back to me at some point right like, that's how right. and i feel like he's i feel like his personality is like that like outright he may not be an egomaniac but jimmy? right like yeah. you know what i'm saying he's not type a in in that way but like i feel like he thinks about his longevity and he wants his mm. name to kind of like live on forever i feel like he's that kind of guy well i mean yeah that's why you make deals with the devil right <laughs> <laughs> he's there for you when you need him when you need to live forever just meet him at the crossroads <laughs> exactly so, so you so, won't be lonely no so so you won't be lonely <laughs> <laughs> um all right so okay so zeppelin they were the new yardbirds now they're zeppelin now they're torn they made it over to America. They put out, I think the first two Zeppelin albums were pretty much more or less the same thing. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, we're, we're making this heavy, this heavy ass blues sound. Like this is what we're going to do. They spent like the first two albums, like really getting it down, I feel. Yeah. Um, and then that's when they, they kind of started to blow up, right? They got the albums out. I think Led Zeppelin 1 and 2 came out in the same year. Yeah, pretty much around. Right? So they were just pumping shit out. Yeah. And then they made it over to America. They started touring there, and they just started getting bigger and bigger. And this is when shit gets wild. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they, were cra- they were, I feel like they had to be one of the original, like, just, like, kind of party bands. Yeah. Because, like, in the 60s, there was, like... An agenda, mm-hmm. like we're like peace and love in in the revolution and blah 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 blah, but and they did start in the sixties, but they were mostly seventies, right? Yeah. And it's like by the time you get to the seventies, like that kind of died down, and people were just trying to get like fucked up. Yes. And that's what they were doing. That's what it seemed like. Yeah. And they were the fucking kings of that shit. They had some crazy stories. You know about the story in the hotel in Seattle? No. Tell with the it to with me. the with the girl. Was she going down a slip and slide down the hallway? Because I've heard that one. Um, that that's what I heard of. But this is another fucking thing that was just insane. Apparently, they were staying at some hotel in Seattle where you could like fish off the hotel. Okay. And they <laughs> and they caught like a swordfish or something, and like they were some groupie was there, <laughs> and like wanted them to do something with the swordfish. Whoa. And apparently she liked it. Well, <laughs> but, but I wasn't there, obviously. Wow. But this is a story that I've heard, and I'm just like, what the fuck kind of crazy shit are these people doing that anybody is like, this is a good idea? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I Young mean? and dumb. That's I put those two words together a lot. Young and dumb and rich. And, and rich. That's really what the thing is, because mm-hmm. everybody's young and dumb. Yeah. But most people don't have money until they're older. Yeah. So if you're in your 20s, and you're fucking loaded. Yeah. You're like, I'm just gonna, I'm able and enabled to do the wildest shit that I want to do. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it's if you're true. a celebrity at 
whatever, 20 years old, you might as well be a fucking Roman emperor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And especially back in those days when like, let's say like um, a boys club was a boys club, like for real, for real. Like, you know what I mean? You couldn't get infiltrated by some rights movement like at all back in those days. So it's like, you know, they were just like living it up like for real for real throwing tvs out of windows and stuff and just like just give me the bill and that was back in the day before like social media and stuff so it's just like the only way that you could prove it was them is if you got them on video exactly and that's when you had to have a whole a big whole camera co- yeah like, you couldn't just sneak that it's true like they don't know that i'm recording them doing drugs like they would know they would definitely definitely know what was that story you told me about jimmy page with the reporters at the party oh yeah yeah you know um jimmy's personality and you could kind of tell they kind of like um emote what they are like jimmy's kind of shy and he doesn't like a lot of people around him and stuff and then robert is the one that really likes like a lot of people there and stuff like that he probably he was not probably he was kind of raised as a gypsy kid so like anyway so yeah there was a reporter there and like jimmy was just like at his end talking to like reporters and stuff like that and this female reporter and uh, jimmy is just like i'm gonna have a party later on tonight and he like looks her straight in her face and he's like no reporters invited and she's like oh we wouldn't even go did it well that's such a lie because she yeah. would totally go yeah what she was- said it too she's like i lied i would have been i would have died to go what was was there like a, a question that led to that that the journalist asked damn i wish you could have told me to remember that i forgot what the question do you remember the question no i don't because i wanted to act it out like if you're jimmy page oh man and i'm the reporter let me be like oh so what are you what are you doing later tonight i'm gonna have a party tonight no reporters invited. Aww. <laughs> she she said she tried to even be rude. She was like, we wouldn't even go if we were invited. Sure. She's like, I, I lied. I lied. Anyway, so, okay. So by the end of Led Zeppelin wanted to, they're a big deal. Yeah. They're doing crazy things. One of the craziest things has to be that Jimmy Page bought a house that was <laughs> that was owned by a man named Aleister Crowley, okay? So, I don't know too much about Aleister Crowley. I have a feeling that you know a lot more about him than I do. Yeah. (laughs) All I know is that he was fucking crazy. Yeah. And Jimmy is crazy enough that he's like, oh, you know that house where you used to do all these experiments and fucking occult rituals? I think I want to live there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why a lot of young guys get into this. Like my ex was like this too. Like he loved buying books like that, same types of books, all this stuff like that. He, I swear, if my ex was in that position in that time, he would have done the same thing. He would have bought the man's mansion and ran for the hills from the mansion after. Because yeah. it's like, yeah, that man was actually literally called the most evil man on earth. He, that was his tag. Like. You know what I'm saying? Do you think he wore that with pride? I don't know. He was like best friends with Queen Elizabeth. Like he was... Really? Yeah. She was like... He was like her... Her... I don't know. I, her... Not confidant, but 
she was good friends with him. She was good friends with him. I mean, he's responsible for like Stone Mountain in Georgia, like blowing up the mountain to make it look like that. And Stone Mountain is like the Klan's mountain, like used to be able to see them like walking up Stone Mountain, stuff like that. Like Alistair Crowley, like I like the fascination because it's like it's almost like there's two different Alistair Crowleys. There's like the young person's curiosity, like, oh, yeah. I want to try magic. Oh, I want to look and see what Solomon's te- seals look like. I want to try it. Do, 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 I want to try me some magic you know what i mean and then there's the other alistair crowley which is like you know who had a chair a wooden chair with like a goat like figurine down it with a penis uh, etched out there and who felt like um you get the best energy from having sex with a male infant there's that alistair you know what i'm saying and this is written words so it's like when you're young and in your 20s is that controversial (laughs) just a little bit (laughs) you know you probably don't realize when you're young in your 20s and you're just like i just want to do some magic yeah you know what depths like how serious it is when you're thinking about being like alistair crowley it's just like you like to fuck babies (laughs) (laughs) male only male babies do they wear lipstick (laughs) so that's why jimmy sold the house (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess the young, the young Alistair drew him in, yeah. and then once he got there, he was like, I don't like this. <laughs> I could, I have to imagine he wasn't able to um, resell that house for more than he bought it for. Right, <laughs> right. So bad investment by Jimmy, but, <laughs> but it's all good because the music never, never fucking took a hit. Right. Right. Led Zeppelin 1 and 2 was all about the heaviness. Led Zeppelin 3, they bring in a lot of acoustic. Yeah. They get all folky. They they try to be like, okay, so we, now you guys know what we can do as far as the hard rock. Now we're going to show you what else we can do. Yeah. Right? So that was like Led Zeppelin 3. Yeah. And then Led Zeppelin 4. Yeah. That's the kick ass. Led Zeppelin 4 is fucking legendary. Yeah. I mean, that's that shit that like, there's just certain songs on that. That will never die. Yeah, I think so. I'm reluctant to talk about Stairway to Heaven just because it's so played out. Yeah. But people know that it's obviously a good song. It's an amazing song. I honestly, um, I never get sick of it. This is the way I'll get sick of it. I get sick of it when somebody wants to play it in a guitar store. <laughs> I get sick of Dude, it. When... <laughs> no Stairway. Lame. And I get sick and tired of, like, if I see somebody sing it somebody else besides robert plant sing it like what about when hart did it at that thing eh? i put up with it <laughs> i and I, I hate to say this because i'm not you know what i mean i'm not like a world-class musician i sound so conceited i'll allow it you know what i mean it's like the man's dead let's just let's just deal with john's tribute to his i mean uh, jason's tribute to his dad but um, what you call? Yeah, I I put up with it, but I I mean, and I know Robert's not gonna belt it out like before. It's just it's mm-hmm. just etched in time, so it's just like that's right. it. Speaking of John again, so the one another big song on that album that is just will never die is because is when the levee breaks. Yeah, just because of the drums. Yeah, and that drum sample has to be one of the most sampled things in hip hop really? ever. Yeah. Okay. That's true. Yeah. 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 But yeah. um. But this is, I mean, we're now we're talking about John again. This is how good John is, right? So there's bands, think about ACDC, right? Their singer, their lead singer dies in the, at the height of their fame. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of like, ah, I guess we got to get a new singer, <laughs> right? And they came back better than they ever were. Yes. Well, debatable, but they came back strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Led Zeppelin, their drummer died. Not their singer, not their lead guitarist, their drummer. And they, he was so fucking good yeah. that they're like, we can't even imagine doing this without him. Mm-hmm. There is no Led Zeppelin without John Bonham. Right. And they didn't even try. Yeah. They, they were did, just like, yeah. he's gone, it's over. Yeah. There were people that, like, they mentioned they didn't even try. And it's just like, even now to this day, you got Jason, who's a really good drummer, but he's not like his dad. Nah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not His dad at all. is the GOAT drummer, for rock music at least. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love John's uh, drumming on Out on the Tiles. Like, mm. I, we were sitting on yeah. my roof that day, and I just loved it. I mean, the way it's just, it's the way he hits the drums, it's the rhythm that he hits, and in the way that it's produced, where it's just, it's like surrounding you and stuff like that. Like, that's that's the coolest thing i mean well let's talk about um because that just makes me feel think of solos you know and um okay. so let's talk about like your favorite solos whatever it is like if it's it's vocal solo like a, a robert doing something or jimmy playing something or even um jonesy Ooh, um this includes like live recordings and shit or? yeah anything you can think of the guitar solo on the live version of no quarter from the song remains the same. I had the vinyl of it right here, but I'm not going to reach over. Um, that has to be my favorite solo from them because we've talked about this before. Like that solo, like makes me feel like I'm going to war. Like I'll put that shit on repeat and just work out and just be like pumped up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what about you? My favorite guitar solo is on the Rover. I just really, really like that. And then also, this is so crazy. I don't like the song Tangerine. Okay. But I was pulled into liking it because the guitar solo is just so nice on yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a good one for me. Um, bass wise. Um, I don't know. I mean, I gotta say Days and Confuse. I mean, who what else? Boom, boom, yeah. Boom, boom. I like yeah. that. Yeah. That's cool um what else i mean we, we probably i think out of necessity we had to say moby dick of course yeah we do because you don't know yeah we're talking about john bottom moby dick is a drum solo yeah that is like the best one you're probably going to hear in rock music again because jazz drummers are like a whole different level oh yeah yeah art blakely is just amazing and all those people influence bottom mm-hmm. in a lot of rock guitars or drummers sorry um but his, he was just heavier than everyone else. Mm-hmm. That's really what it was. Like, that is this distinctive. It's like nobody hit that shit as hard. You know what I heard he used to do? I think this was him. I really hope I'm not getting this confused with someone else. He used to hit the drums with the fat side of the stick. Oh. Because you I know how they have the... Yeah, yeah, it's thinner as it um, thing. Yeah. <clears throat> I, um, I've never heard that, and I don't know for sure. But it's not like um, it's not been said, just because I didn't hear it. Yeah. Because... Okay? You I'm know. gonna feel really dumb if it was some other drummer, uh, and I'm over here like fangirling on John Bonham, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh yeah, he hit it with the hard side of the stick." It's like, "No, you idiot." That's Black Sabbath's drummer. Can't you hear the difference? That was Neil Peart. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, oh man, what else? Uh, I like how many more times that bass is good. Doom, doo, doo, doo. Yeah. that's a riff more than a solo. Yeah. Um, and I think you have to see the live shows really to see like Jonesy's solos because they don't really yeah, come yeah. out on the album. So for the bass anyway, for piano, yeah, yeah. he's got some piano stuff. Yeah, he's really good on that. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. But this is why. Okay, this is why I think Led Zeppelin has a claim as the most talented rock band ever. 
not necessarily the best, not necessarily the greatest, I'm but, but most talented. Mm-hmm. I'll make this argument because I don't think there's any other band where every single person in that band was like the best at what they did. Yeah, that's true. Like you think about like, I'll say another huge fucking band, the biggest band ever is the Beatles, right? I know how you feel about the Beatles. You don't have to get into that. <laughs> Love them. <laughs> They're the best. <laughs> um, but the Beatles, like they wrote great songs. But it's like, George Harrison is not the greatest lead guitarist. Um, Paul McCartney is a great bass player, but there's better bass players in the world. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But Led Zeppelin, like, Robert Plant is one of the best voices ever. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Page is one of the greatest guitarists ever. John Paul Jones, not only does he tear up the bass, but he tears up literally every instrument that they would ever want besides... The guitar, drums, and guitar. Yeah. Guitar. Did I say guitar, drums, and guitar? Yeah. Guitar, but I you vocals. Meant lead and rhythm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> guitar. Everything besides guitar, vocals, and drums. John Paul Jones is like, I got it. So that's unreal. And then obviously John Bonham is the goat drummer. Yeah. So I think for that reason, you could say that Led Zeppelin is the most talented group of people. Yeah. As a rock band. Oh yeah, I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. I mean. Wow, what a band. Um, I think somebody described them one day as adventurous, you know, and I can mm. believe because that's what it feels like. When I think of like some of their songs, it's just like, yeah, I feel like I'm on an adventure, some type of adventure. It doesn't have to, it could be war, right? I feel like I got to go, like I got this magic ring, right? Yeah. And I got to go to this volcano with an eye and I got to drop that shit in there. Sometimes you just got to do that. Some, <laughs> sometimes it's just like that. Some days are harder than others. Um, but yeah super adventurous i like i don't know i can remember first hearing zeppelin and just knowing like this is what i've been missing like why haven't i been hearing this yeah like you know and it's just like i mean it just seems uh robert's voice just seems so sincere Mm. like even with all that belting and this and that like you can just hear that he's not trying to do anything that he's not supposed to do you know right yeah so he's just living it yeah it's like crazy it's really really crazy let's talk about um for a quick second what about led zeppelin's groupies they don't turn on them not even the uh swordfish girl turned on them not even a swordfish girl <laughs> not even a 14 year old like i mean like that's just 14 and jimmy was like 27 like that's 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 a big difference that's huge i don't remember what comedian it was that was talking about this but he was like, how talented do you have to be for us to not care? Yeah. About, about the fucked up shit that you do. <laughs> because there's like a gradient. It's like somewhere like, um, I don't even know, like like a lesser artist. If it was, I'm trying to think of an example. Like um, Andy Dick. <laughs> like, um, if Eric Clapton did that. <laughs> <laughs> I would be pissed. We would be fucking done with him. <laughs> Chop his head off. But Led Zeppelin and Jimmy Page were just so good that apparently nobody gives a fuck. And it's like documented. It's yes. not like this is hidden. Not at all. And you could like interview these women now and they'll be like, yeah, you know, so I was like 14 and I and was a teen model. he treated me so well. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, those groupies do not turn on them. Like. Some people need to call those groupies or maybe their granddaughters or something and just figure out what, what the classification is. Because some people get turned on yeah. big time. <laughs> so, so with, okay, so at this point, after they put out Led Zeppelin 4, yeah. 
things just start to get more and more wild. Yeah. Right? Because at this point, now they're like one of the biggest bands in the world. Yes. Now, instead of going and touring clubs around the country, now they're selling out Madison Square Garden. Mm -hmm. And shit just keeps getting more wild. Yes. And this is when the, the, the... story about them selling their souls to the devil comes in (laughs) because this is what people we didn't make up this theory but we've seen some things on it right so the theory is and i'm not saying i believe this i'm just explaining it the theory is they all sold their souls to the devil around this time besides john paul jones because he's just i guess he's just a good enough guy that nobody would believe that he did that But they say that around this time, like when they were really about to get huge, that's when they sold all their souls collectively to the devil. (laughs) And that's when shit kind of started getting bad for some of them on a personal level. Mm -hmm. But there's a fallacy in that because if you give it enough time, something bad will happen eventually. Yeah. So it's kind of ridiculous to say, oh, well, after this point, some bad things happened. So obviously they sold their soul to the devil. That's kind of a stretch, I feel. Right. But... You know what? For the purpose of this, we should just act like they 100% did. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. They did it, guys. All right, so after they let the devil come inside of them, they decided that they were they were just going to be wild. So what happened was, this is when things started going bad. Robert got in a car accident. Yes, broke his like legs. He broke his legs. I'm pretty sure he almost died. Yeah. He got into a car accident, survived. And then, like, not even a year after the car accident, like, his kid died? Mm-hmm. Do you know how his kid died? Some stomach flu type of thing. Like, he, was, he wasn't doing too well, and then um, his wife called, like, two days later, and he was, like, dead. Yeah. So that's what happens when you sell your soul to the devil. It happens. All right, people? Yep. Remember that. Don't do it. So, so after they sold their souls to the devil, Robert gets in a lot of um, personal issues, Jimmy gets real deep into the the H. Yep, Jimmy picks up the dragon. And he's chasing it. He's chasing it big time. For a long time. Oh, shit. <laughs> he still calls himself the dragon. He's probably got a clause. It's like, okay, I'll let you get sober. That's but... why he started wearing those dragon suits? Yes, because he was one. It's all a metaphor for heroin. <laughs> all of it. But, um, and then, yeah, and then John eventually died. So, mm-hmm. so that's why they say... That around this time is when they sold their soul to the devil because shit started going haywire in their personal lives. Yeah. But the thing that's crazy is that they continued making music this whole time and it was still fucking great. Yeah. They'd never let it like get to them really. Yeah, that's amazing, especially with like Robert and his son dying because that's just a lot. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that's that's a lot to just turn out a song. But then it's like almost like, well, what else are you gonna do if that's how you you know. E- emote then like of course you're gonna make a song yeah it's either that or you're just gonna be depressed forever yeah that's basically the only options yeah 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 yeah. and like so now i mean when people talk about robert plant how he doesn't really want to talk about these days and stuff like that well it's just Mm. like it's very very tragic it's like your child like your child and it's like when you're that young because i can remember being like in my 20s and when like little nieces and nephews and stuff like that are around, like they make you feel younger. Like you feel right. like a little kid and stuff like that. So for one of those to just like die, like and it to be like your own, that's like crazy. And so, and he's so much older now that back then seems like a lifetime ago, especially if you're a grieving father and you right. want to kind of put it, you'll never get over it, but you want to like heal from it. 
but you can't because like that's the biggest People part of your life yeah, 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 yeah you know what i'm saying and every year just like every new year a sucker's born every new year a led zeppelinder let me stop it's born. <laughs> but for real they get fans all the time now you know what i'm saying so you know him like having to think about his child like that's his legacy and his best friend who he convinced to join the band who didn't even necessarily want to join the band and who always used to miss home and that's why he used to get drunk like that like and be that belligerent John Bonham used to really prefer to be home with his wife and his family yeah some days he really didn't want to work because like after a while it becomes like work like you know what I mean well it is work. oh for like, sure you know what especially I mean? if you're on tour and you're you're yeah. thousands of miles away all the time and right you can't really get a good night's sleep because you're on the fucking bus and the food isn't great you know all that stuff yeah. yeah so yeah so like you got to think about that it's like i know i know what my memory is like and i wouldn't i know i would remember my best friend saying oh i don't really feel like doing it and me persuading them and then them right. freaking dying like right. i know he's not the cause of the death but i know i would never forget that so right because who's the cause of the death the devil the devil the devil did it gosh <laughs> the devil is responsible for everything bad in the yes, world he is yes he is um like led zeppelin not being around anymore and it is crazy. I was actually thinking about this the other day, not even for this necessarily, but like it's so crazy to me that as of today, July 25th, 2021, every member of Led Zeppelin is still alive but John Bonham. Yeah. So they could s- still be making music. Yeah. If he didn't die. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy because it seems like a whole for us like it's like the time of Led Zeppelin seems like a whole other era. I mean, it was before we were born. Yeah, you know, so like it's wild to think that the only reason that era had to stop is because he died. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's a shame. It really is because it's like they would have definitely made great music, and it, they, they can't duplicate that with another person. Like you know, like because that person they just don't have the camaraderie. Like that's yeah. that's just what it is. You know. You and know, they don't have that brick foot. Exactly. Exactly. Who knows? Like, you know what I'm saying? John Bonham probably could only play like that if Robert was singing. Like, you know what I mean? Or, right, or right. could only play. We know that's not true because we've heard Bonzo solos. So, but <laughs> I mean, it's just a shame because it's, it's true. And they're not only, not only are the uh, three surviving members alive, but they, look well like you know and they're yeah. functioning and they're not all like you know no offense to the oz man but they are not like ozzy like you know <laughs> <laughs> that's because he was the only one in black sabbath that sold his soul oh my gosh <laughs> so he got all the negativity <laughs> he definitely did he kept his full hair though he kept his full head of hair but yeah anyway um Remember when I was surprised that Robert Plant dies this year and you were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like 75. <laughs> Yo, that's, I forgot about that. I was like, <laughs> she was like, oh my God, Dad, did you know that Robert Plant dyes his hair? <laughs> he's old. <laughs> like, I hope he does. That would be more concerning if he didn't, I feel like. I mean, I was confused. I was like, why is Jimmy Page's hair so white? <laughs> and you're like, he's old. <laughs> But Robert's hair is not like that. It's just so funny. I don't know. Because, I mean, it's a very good dye job because he still gets the gray in. You know, he works the gray in with the gold to make it look like it's naturally the like that. The devil is a great hairdresser. <laughs> Definitely was the prettiest angel on the planet. The most beautiful. 
So, uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So, what do you think was the peak? I think Peak Zeppelin would probably be Physical Graffiti, right? Yeah. The double album. I love that album. I'm about to order it on Amazon. They're out of stock, but they'll be back in August. I heard um, um, a bandmate that I have may have taken a stage name from that album. Yeah. Possibly. I did. Thank goodness I draw, though, just in case I meet Jimmy Page and I hate him. No, I'm just kidding. Um. (laughs) Who likes that guy? (laughs) But yeah, I just, I was like, I totally need to make put this into my name and um i did i like the physical graffiti album but i mean sometimes i kind of think about oh the name i picked is like i could i can i could easily outgrow this name and just go by sifa <laughs> like i can easily <laughs> like i can like and it's just like you know even the theme of like the physical graffiti album with the red black and white it seems like occultish and like different and stuff like that that was a different kind of stage in my life in a way ah, so it's okay. like yeah so gotcha. i can easily like not care like in, the, in a year and a half no I, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding i'll keep the name but yeah that's my favorite album that one has the rover on it that has the lemon song on it uh has wait no it has custard cashmere. pie yeah it has cashmere um diddy made me hate cashmere sorry like <laughs> he did he really did and it's just weird um, well, Jimmy has to get some of that hate too because he authorized that. Yeah, just to, just to be fair, it's true. I think Jimmy was just trying to trend, and he's like, um, maybe he was like, oh, I missed out on this Beastie Boys thing. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah, but not to get on a rant about Diddy, but he's the business guy. He's not the the music guy, really. Right. Like he fed, he ended up making music because that's what he was doing and that's where the business was. Yeah. But I mean, if it wasn't for Biggie, it's like no one would be talking about Diddy no. to this day. Yeah. That's a whole different story. We'll definitely do an episode on Biggie one day. Yeah, yeah, we definitely will. Yeah. Don't worry if Diddy writes rhymes. He writes checks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but um, um, yeah, so that album is like really great. Like, and I'm pretty sure right after that album is when the car accident happened, right? Yeah. So I think I feel like like if you were to put on like a timeline of Led Zeppelin and like their history and when their albums came out, I feel like that would be the peak of like physical graffiti. Yeah. And then that's when the things started getting fucked up. That's yeah. when the car accident that we talked about, Robert's son dying, and then Jimmy getting involved in the heroin. So so this is the thing. So Jimmy with the heroin actually changed the band towards the end mm-hmm. in like a pretty profound way because if you look at if you look at performances from like 77 to like 79 of led zeppelin and you look at jimmy page you're like bro (laughs) you need to eat a fucking sandwich (laughs) like he he looks like he's dying yeah like he'll be just soaked in sweat playing a, a guitar solo that like he could do in his sleep yeah you know what i mean and he got so into the heroin that he kind of like withdrew from the band a little bit right and then when that happened, John Paul Jones is kind of like, all right, well, I got to step up. If we're going to keep doing this, Jimmy's kind of doing his own drug thing mm-hmm. and we can't really reel him in right now. Yeah. So I'm going to come in and I'm going to do what I do so we can write songs. And that's when you can see on the last album, In Through the Outdoor, Yeah. it's a lot more keyboards Yeah. because Jimmy wasn't there. Yeah. So John Paul Jones is like, I'm going to bring this this aspect into it and that's when you get like a, like all of my love whatever right. it's all keyboards yeah and that's straight up just because jimmy was drowning in heroin yeah that's insane that's totally crazy i mean and um yeah people get very frustrated with like jimmy's sloppy style i mean we can blame that on a heroin maybe i don't know 
blame it all on okay this is the thing every <laughs> everything bad in life is can be blamed on one of two things the devil yes or heroin that's true oh jimmy's got both like i burnt my toast the other day it was the fucking devil oh wow it wasn't the heroin no because after that <laughs> I, <laughs> I drank some coffee and it was too hot it burnt my tongue that was the heroin oh gosh yeah it's some bullshit it is some bullshit did jimmy page break his fingers I feel like somebody said that the other day. I don't know. I mean, not recently, of course. He didn't break them yesterday. But did he break them at any point in time? I hope not. Yeah. I mean, definitely he didn't break it during Led Zeppelin or else he wouldn't have been able to play guitar. That's true. Um, I don't know. I feel like I heard that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I just stopped a yawn. I was like, this is going to look so bad if I just yawn. on. <laughs> I think, I think this is the move for the podcast mm -hmm. is that whatever crazy story that we hear, we should just assume that it's true. <laughs> we should just act like it's true. Jimmy's fingers were broken through the whole Zeppelin existence. I heard that Jimmy doesn't even have hands. <laughs> Jimmy, no hands, Paige. Jimmy. <laughs> oh, crap. Hey, fucking no hands over here thinks he can play guitar and shit. Oh, man. Um, what other stories? Um... Yeah, well, they got robbed at the garden. Oh, yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about their manager. Oh, Peter Grant. Peter Grant. We got to talk about Peter Grant because he was the muscle. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> he did not fuck around. Like, like everyone, like, okay, so the band was so big that they were just trying to party and do their own thing. They weren't so worried about the business aspect because they had this guy, Peter, who was just strong arming the fuck out of people. Like... I read that they split everything five ways with him. Yeah. And they never even like had a contract. That's just how much they trusted him and how much he trusted them. Yeah. Like he was like, he was like their brother. Like he was like, we're in this fucking shit together. Uh -huh. And he would go out of his way to like protect them. Yeah. Like if he saw somebody selling a fucking bootleg Led Zeppelin shirt, <laughs> he might beat the shit out of you. <laughs> like this dude, he was like six six, like three hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah, like a linebacker or something like that. Pretty big. Like, imagine if he could run really well. Yeah, like he was that dude that <laughs> you just looked at him and you're like, oh fuck, I don't think we could fuck this band over. No, they, no. they're bringing this guy. And I could see them um, splitting it five ways. I would split it five ways with my manager if this, if all the bands were used here. In a, well, here I'm going to say England because we're from England right now. Yes, here I've in, always been English. <laughs> here and in England, here and in America, if all the bands are only earning 50 to 60% of the profits yeah. from everything, and my manager makes it so that my band is now earning 90-something percent of the profits, yeah. he's getting an even split. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, if there's that much more money to go around because of you. Yes, but that's a whole other thing. Like, apparently, they kind of revolutionized the way that the music business was done. Because yeah. Because they were so huge that they had so much leverage in, like, discussing contracts with venues and shit. Right. That they would, that they would get a percentage up front that was, like, unheard of yeah. at that time, which has now become, like, standard issue. Yeah. That's what I've heard, obviously. Oh, wait. No, what I'm talking about. Um, that's what I've heard. So it's definitely true. <laughs> yeah. And I saw a quote of Peter Grant saying that a lot of, um, a lot of his stuff, like he was happy about his size, but he, um, his size was so intimidating that all he never, 
all he ever needed was um verbal violence and he was like oh. he was like so he never when even had to go there no and so he was like so when i'm talking to americans he was like especially if you're talking to americans he's like because i'm british i can always out verbal you you know what i'm saying because they got all the words over there you know what I mean? They got the la- they made the language. So they got all the words over there. So he said it would go like this, like something like this. Like if somebody did something that he didn't like and they got into a little uh, argument over it. And let's say the American is like, hey, pal. And then <laughs> it's the 70s. It's already funny. <laughs> it's hey, like, buddy. <laughs> hey, pal. So then now Peter's like, don't you call me your pal. I'm not your I'm pal. I'm not your pal, friend. I'm not your pal, you wretched little man. So it's like when you hear that, like as, as, a, as an American, you know, you wretched little person. Like, so it's like those words are like big words in a way, like so to some people. So they feel, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. acquiesce to the Britishness, okay? <laughs> I don't. First of all, didn't we beat these guys? Yeah, Sifa says, fuck the British. N- Unless you're Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Nah, and foreigner yeah, no yeah. i'm just kidding like so yeah i don't like and and i know euro trash when i see it so don't come here with an accent and try to act like you're better than me <laughs> oh hell yeah so yeah you think you're better than me you're from a fucking island <laughs> exactly but yeah so we had to shout him out yeah he was a big big deal as far as upland's concerned and it, I guess we should talk about like the legacy of Zeppelin because to this day, they're still one of the biggest bands ever. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times I've walked down the street and seen someone wearing a Led Zeppelin shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And some of those people might not even actually listen to Led Zeppelin. I don't know. (sighs) Of course. Just the fact that they're still out there and it's still kind of like fashionable Mm -hmm. to wear Led Zeppelin shit. Yeah. Is kind of unreal. Yeah. Like, Bonzo's been dead for 40-something years. I know. It's, like, crazy. It's, like... And it's, like, when I think about when I was in high school, because I wasn't listening to them in high school, but kids that I knew were. So I remember somebody, like, I'm trying to remember where I saw it, but I remember somebody had, like, a paper or a printout of the anthology. And I just remember seeing all of the albums and stuff like that. And when I think about myself in high school, it's just like, whoa, that means Zeppelin was so much way before I was in high school. And now I'm, like, an adult. Like, you know what I mean? It's just crazy. Yeah, it yeah it is really crazy because I get yeah I I first started listening to them in high school too and it's like my concept of what music was versus what it is now is so different but they're still at the fucking top. Yeah, <laughs> so like, that's so crazy. Like that's the it's the best thing. Like I mean because I mean people suck right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's good to be able to go back and like to comb out certain um, artists that you like and like they can stay with you for a long amount of time because yeah. I never get sick of Zeppelin albums. Like I just don't, I just don't like, I'll stop listening for a while. I don't need to listen to them every day. Right. But like when I pull one out, like if I were to um, say, okay, I'm going to walk home to some Zeppelin. I'm not going to, there's some songs I'm going to fast forward, but they're not some, I'm not going to be like, Oh God, I can't just can't hear Zeppelin anymore. But there's some people that I can't hear anymore. Like, you know, because they didn't give their soul to the devil. They just did not. That's, if you don't give your soul to the devil, are you even like a person? Yeah. There are only three things that make you a great, great band. Like a great rock band. A classic rock band. One, you got to knock the Beatles off of uh, of of the list. Right? And Zeppelin did that. They they kicked them right off because they, they got more number Paul, ones. You got to kick Paul 
in the behind the knee, not on the butt, just behind the knee because it hurts really bad. Exactly. Yes, that's right, Paul. Um, what you gonna call it? <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> you gotta survive, punk. You gotta survive. They try to take. They punk tried to take Led Zeppelin down. They try to that's take him down. That's fucking true. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you gotta survive, punk, mm-hmm. and then um, you gotta sell your soul to the devil. That's that's what in makes that you, order. In that order, that's the third part. That's the trifecta. And if not, then you just you just because if you sold your soul to the devil first and then you knock off the Beatles, <laughs> then you're a fucking poser. <laughs> but if you can knock the Beatles off before you sell your soul to the devil, then you're really killing it. Yep, <laughs> yep. That's it. That's it. I mean. I definitely feel the punk vibe we're talking about oh nobody wants to stand up there and watch somebody do a 30 minute solo and stuff like that like I get it but I like 10 minute songs if they're really really good if they're good yeah that's the thing you gotta be good because it's so easy to just (laughs) go up on the stage and be like hey here's this thing I've been working on and then like you finish and you look out in the crowd and everyone's just like (laughs) but if you play a 30 minute song and it ends and people want to hear more yeah then you're you're never gonna be beat. Yeah. I mean, like, what else could you ask for? That's that's what it is. That is what it is. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I I don't know. Is that it? Do we have more to say about it? Like, yeah, I don't think I. I felt like this was coming to an end just now. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm. I feel like we can end it. Yeah. So all right. Well, this is the first episode. I don't know how we end it. Um. Okay. Bye. <laughs> No, no, no. (laughs) So this was the first episode of Music Maniacs with Side After Dark. We're Side After Dark. Thanks for being here, everyone. Thanks, guys. Um, If you if you like the episode, um, definitely go check us out on Patreon. Um, Definitely support us to continue doing this. Um, Once we get to like a hundred patrons or so, we'll probably put up some polls. You guys can get some. uh, Tell us what like exclusive episodes you want to see us do. Um, So definitely tell a friend. Let them know. And uh, thanks for being maniacs with us. Peace.